Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. A huge thank you to Jennifer Harshman and Harshman Services for sponsoring today's podcast episode. I'm so thankful for the team at Harshman Services for being a part of helping my business and for sponsoring the podcast. Let's jump into today's episode. On today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about foolproofing your real estate business. And we're going to jump into a little bit more finance. I've shared our journey before, and I love getting into discussions and conversations about real estate, finance, Dave Ramsey's program, Financial Peace University. I love it. And so, you know, a lot of great questions come from realtors, right, in the membership, just relationships that I have and communicating with them. And I love including that kind of stuff in podcast episodes. And so also, you know, I I hear great things in just conversations with friends, conversations with people that I know. And I heard a great question recently from my friend, Jonathan. So you guys have heard about Jonathan. He operates a Chick-fil-A up in Reading on North Fifth Street Highway. Does a great job. Super proud to know him and call him a friend. Worked for him at a Chick-fil-A in Pittsburgh. So Jonathan and his wife and their kids were over at our house a few weeks ago. And he had just heard my business update for early August. And he said, hey, you know, we're sitting there eating dinner, you know, with the, the chaos of all the kiddos. But he said, hey, so on your business update, you shared that you had no clients right now. You shared that it was actually kind of nice after closing all those deals in May and June to kind of have some time to have a break. And he said, can I ask you a a question? And I said, sure. And he said, so when would the break go from relaxing and enjoyable to stressful from a financial perspective? And I loved the question. I loved, you know, just him being willing to ask, right, real questions about life. And as I process this, I don't know that I gave a great answer at the time. You know, me and Val were sitting there trying to you know, wrangle our our kids, you know, and I've shared with you guys, right? She's more reserved about finances, but I, I laughed because I remember, you know, when we did pay off the house, right? We did a chunk of cash right out of the bank to go pay off the mortgage. And right after that, like not seeing a hundred thousand dollars sit in the bank for her was a little bit like, oh my goodness, I'm stressed out. And I had to remind her like, yeah, well, look, we have that equity in the house now. It's sitting there. We we owed it to the bank, right? Now we have that equity, even though you see less dollars in the bank account. But anyway, so we were just kind of talking, you know, about, hey, what does all this look like? How do you guys feel? And so I laughed and, and said to Jonathan, hey, you might want to, you know, ask Val first. She's, she's more reserved. And so we kind of talked about it, like realistically, you know, what we had in the bank, realistically, what makes sense to keep in the bank. And we've had those conversations after paying off the house. And so we gave an answer and it was pretty similar. I think she's more reserved and cautious, but you know, I I said, I'm not stressed. And part of that non-stress, Jonathan, like comes down to having, right, a year of living expenses in the bank. That's always been something that, you know, since, since our daughter, right, was born. And so that was March of 2021, you know, we had paid off debt, right? By the time Caden 
had turned one. So that was uh, to that, you know, September 2020. Six months later, we had saved a year of living expenses by the time Liliana was born. And so I, I said to Jonathan, I said, so I'm I'm not stressed, right? And we're not really stressed. Like Val would love to see a lot more money sitting in the bank, but we have a year of living expenses sitting there that stays there. And especially with having a paid off house, I wouldn't be stressed until I went like four, five, six, seven months without a deal. Because if I, you know, if God forbid that does happen, I've got six months plus, like I've got a year of reserve, so I just run through that six months of living expenses to survive. But I loved the conversation that night with Jonathan and their family and sharing that with Val because it made me start to think about, you know, foolproofing your business, right? And I kind of was inspired, you know, Vincent and Total Life Freedom had a great call a few weeks ago called Recession Proofing Your Business. And I'm, that's kind of what made me think of this title, Foolproofing Your Business. But I'll kind of share with you guys what foolproofing your real estate business means to me and why it's not just right like, you know, the dollars in the bank account, but all these other different things. So, you know, but I think the biggest thing is I want to know that if something happens to me, right, my family's not going to be broke or be destitute. So, that's why as soon as we did pay off the house, like we're still saving money, right? We don't like go out and eat all the time, buy nice cars, buy all these nice shoes. Like we we still live a very frugal life. We didn't do that. And so that's part of foolproofing your business to me. Like a big one for us is just living way below our means of what we could really afford and what we're bringing in. So that's one thing, right? Living within your means. Two for us is preparing for the future. So we have a great neighbor, a couple doors down, Jonathan, and he, you know, we've been meeting with him. He's our financial advisor now. And so we talked about starting to invest, right? Because we were doing the Dave Ramsey thing and, and weren't investing. And so we're going to start the investing. We're going to do a will, life insurance, all those different things that we didn't, you know, prioritize before. And again, as we think about it, right, we're not old by any means, 34, 35 years old, whatever it is, but we want to make a plan that if, God forbid, something happens to me, to her, that, you know, we want the kids to be taken care of. I want Val to be taken care of financially. And so that's part of foolproofing my business, too, is preparing as if there is not income. So first thing being, right, living within our means. The second there, like I just said, preparing for the future. And the third being having cash in the bank, like I talked about, you know, as I introduced the episode, talking about, you know, talking with Jonathan about, you know, our plan and when and when we would get stressed. And so that's really the thing for us. You know, we want to be prepared as if we're going to make no income. In Dave Ramsey's Baby Steps, he talks about, you know, the comfort level of your spouse. He normally says that your fully funded emergency fund should be three to six months of your income. Now, that's not ours because, again, just because of her comfort level, because of the inconsistent income, right, where some months you make $30,000, $15,000, and then you make no money for three months, right? We wanted more of that. And so basically, we decided on a year, right? That that one year goes in a separate account. It's a year of living expenses. We don't touch it. it sits in the bank. We, you know, we pretend it doesn't exist. And again, we've kind of had that money there, like I said, since Liliana was born. That money stays there. You know, it fluctuates a little bit, 
but basically the number is all of our expenses to pay at least a year of living expenses. Now, for us, right, we were pretty conservative with it too because, you know, it's not like we don't want it to be the bare bones. We want it to be like, okay, our normal expenses, like, hey, eating out, hey, spending money, hey, travel, what does it cost to live for a year? Like, really, if, like, the crap hit the fan, we probably could survive a few months, definitely a few months, you know, maybe even another four or five, six months longer than a year if we had to, but it's all about comfort level, right? Val being the brains of our operation, (laughs) I respect that because she's good with money and I'm not, to say like, okay, what do you think about this? How much money needs to be there? So, you know, and I do think, guys, like being on the same page with your spouse, you know, I didn't even think about this as like a fourth one, but like really being on the same page with your spouse is another way to prepare and foolproof your business is like, okay, what kind of money do we need, right? There's usually a saver and a spender. Well, if you're the spender, right, you got to listen to what the saver has to say. If you're the saver, you got to listen to like the spender wants to go out and have fun. But by making a plan, you will be more successful, right? That's what we talk about all the time. So I would never go, right, unless something crazy happens a year or more without selling a house. But I want to be reserved. I want to, you know, have have enough in the bank so that there's not that stress so that, you know, when Jonathan asks the question, I can say like, you know, I'm good. I mean, I'm showing buyers houses right now. We're writing offers. And so like, I'm still working. Money's going to come in. It just takes a lot of the stress off. And and I carried stress for so long when I got my business started, right? And, you know, Val felt it too, right? I was stressed. She was stressed. And so that year plus of living expenses in the bank is huge, right? In theory, we literally could jump in a camper, drive across the country for nine months. Guys, we we have talked about it. I'm not going to lie. And then the thing is too, right? I'm building things on top of my real estate business to have more passive income, to have more residual income. And so thanks, Jonathan. Love the question. And uh, I thought it was a great idea to talk about today. Like, what does that stress level look like in your business when you don't have any deals going on? I think it's good for a realtor out there, a business owner to really look at and say, how are you foolproofing your business? How are you preparing for if you make no money for a few months? So I'd encourage you, ask yourself the question like Jonathan asked me, okay, you're relaxed now. How long will you not have any deals before the relaxing turns into stress and anxiousness? You know, if God forbid something happens to you, what do you have set up to survive, right? You've got to really think about that. So let's say, right, like your business stops, your real estate stops. Do you have an emergency fund? Do you have money there to survive? Like, you know, even three, four, six months, whatever, seven months, whatever it is, if you haven't sold a house, I would really encourage you if you if you don't like talk to your spouse, make a plan to get there. And, and I believe I really do believe that that'll take a lot of stress off of what you do as a realtor. And then you can just focus on having success. You can focus on helping people, right? Now I get to focus. The real estate's just happening. I get to enjoy the joys of being an entrepreneur. I get to build what I want to build through the podcast, the membership. So again, I know many of you in the real estate business are working to set some of these things up. And so I hope that this is helpful for you, right? I hope you can think about 
how to foolproof your business and what you need to do and a few steps that you could take to get there. So I really hope if you haven't done this yet, you think about this. And I really hope this is helpful. If you ever have questions, I mean, you guys know I'm super passionate about helping people. I'm also super passionate about Dave Ramsey's plan, Financial Peace University and the baby steps. And I'd be honored to have a conversation. So thank you guys for listening to this episode. Hope you can think about how to foolproof your business. I will talk to you guys again very soon. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.